Okay, Parsha's Chayisara. Let's quickly make a summary. A few topics that come up in the Parsha. Of course, the beginning of the Parsha is Misas Sara, the death of Sara, and the whole ASIC that Avram Avinu had with the Kavura of Sara, buying the Mars and Pela from the Harbe, the Daber, and Afilma Ate, and the Isa of Ephraim. And he finally pays him all that money. Right after the Kavura of Sara, comes the fact that HaKash Baruch Hu benched Avraham Avinu Bakoil, and because he had Koil, Rashi says, he didn't have to find a Shidduch for Yitzchak. He sent, calls over Eliezer, and he's Mashbia Eliezer. He makes him take an oath about certain instructions. We'll talk about that. And he sends off Eliezer to go to his family in Aram Narayim. We then meet uh, Rivka by the Be'er, and she gives everybody to drink. The grace of Alas Chesed comes out loving, comes out running, all desperate, also he's all excited, and um, it, finally Eliezer goes into the house, they have the whole discussion, they refuse the whole miracle that took place um, with him finding Rivka, and then they try to kill him, we know, and Basul ends up dying instead. Okay, and finally they send her off, she says, Eilech, I want to go on my own, whether you let me or not, I'm going, and they bless her with the bracha achisenu, we'll talk about that also. Um, then finally she arrives at the camels, they come to Yitzchak, and Yitzchak was davening Mincha Basada, she slips off the camel, she slipped herself off the camel, she fell off the camel, pushed herself, however you want to touch it, all the different version. and the kids are Maiza, they get married, Oil Sara, the Nisim come back, he loves her, and then Avraham Avinu, he goes out and he gets back, Ketura. He goes back and he takes back some say Ketura's Hagar. And he has children and he gives them Matanois. We'll see what those Matanois were. Finally, at the end, we have Misas Avram Avinu and Yitzchak Yishmael burying him in that order, which shows that Yishmael was a Baltruva in the end. And finally, the Bnei Yishmael and the years of his life is how the parsha closes. Let's start from the very beginning. Shnei Chaye Sara. Um, why does it have to say Shnei Chaye Sara? Rashi explains why he says Shana Shana Shana. Okay? Mea Shana, Etzim Shana, Sheva Shanim, Shnei Chaye Sara. So Rashi ends up Shnei Chaye Sara. All of her life, all of her years were Kulan Shavin Rabbi Litoiva. So my Kavrusi asked me today, move it, move it. My Kavrusi asked me today, Kulan Shavin Litoiva? Sorry, he may have lived 127 years. Latoiva, 90-year-old as an Akara, being kidnapped two times by two different kings. Is Taiva having a Tsara live with her and sharing her husband, kicking out one of her sons because her, her real son's being threatened to death? I mean, all of this is Latoiva. Okay, that's Yitzchak, that's Latoiva. So he said, a Muslim to get of for her, it was Latayva. She accepted everything. I'm Latayva. I don't like that. I'm sorry to say. Personally, I think Latayva means she was good. All her 127 years, Kulan Shavin Latayva. She didn't have those ups and downs that a lot of us have. She constantly produced. She was the Iron Man or the Iron Woman. She was consistent in her growth and her avodas Hashem. Kulan Shavin Latayva. Zogar Yaakov Kamenetsky, another pshat, why is this Shnei These are the years of the life of Sarah. Because everybody thinks, how did Sarah die? It's <coughs> gone, heart attack and she dies. Don't you think for a second that she died one moment earlier 
than plant. These were Shnei Chaye Sara. These were the exact timing of the life and the age and the years and the seconds of Sari Meno. It's just a vart. What caused her death? She could have caught a heart attack from nothing. She could have choked on her food. She could have uh, died in her sleep. Whatever it is, there was an association. We spoke a little last week between Akeda and her death. But don't think for a moment that the Akeda killed her. <laughs> the Akeda didn't kill her. She was supposed to die, die at that time. Okay. Thank you very much. Any other names? Anyone? Any other names? There's a medrash that says Yalka Shmaini. Kiryas Arba. Nothing to do with the fact that it has four names, but it has four names. Kiryas Arba. Rashi says why it's called Kiryas Arba. Why is it called Kevin? Not sure. It's got two more names. Eshkol Mamre. Because of the leaders, I guess. Eshkol Mamre. They probably lived, lived there at some point in time. It has four names. Zagdikliyak, a beautiful pshat. You want to know why Kiryas Arba has these four names? Because it became a place for burial. That's what it's known for. The landmark of Hevroin is Ma'aras HaMakpela. That's what Hevroin represents. Well, you know something? There are four causes of death. There's Eshkol, Mamre, Arba, and Hevroin. Zog the Kliyakar. Mamre is Ish Becheto Yumas. A person who's, who's Mamer, HaKash Baruch, he rebels, he betrays Hashem. His sins cause his own death. That's Mamre. Eshkoil is like we say somebody that <laughs> loses a child, right? Shakolti. The Eshkoil is when a person dies for other people's sins. Sometimes Ba'avoin Hadar. In some situation, a child is nitfas Ba'avoina of his parents. Sometimes if he's holds on and he continues the sins of his parents, even as an adult, a child could die. But there's different Cheshbainas of when sometimes somebody might die for other people. That's Eshkoil. Curious, Arba. It's a natural death. At some point in time, a person gets old, and the Arba Yisoydes that normally are together, and his body starts falling apart. So the, the Kirya of the Arba starts uh, dissipating, and the, the body falls apart. And finally, this Chevroin, where there was such a Chibur, there was a Misas Nashika of the Neshama to its source. That's Chevroin. Beautiful chat in the four names of, of Chevroin. Okay. So Avram comes, he cries over. Why did he cry over with a small cuff? He, this was a teaching moment. The whole ASIC we find over here. Big ASIC. I mean, big, huge. He's involving the whole town, all of case. So one reason is you do a real estate deal, make sure you do it right. Nobody should be able to pull out. It should be well known. Another reason is, this is what we, what we call, a teaching moment. <laughs> This is what we call a teaching moment. This was Avram's one opportunity in his life to show people what a Levi is about. It's not like what the Goyim do in complete, total, horrific, tragic remorse. And they tear their, out their hair. They cut into their bodies over the death of a family member. Not all is lost. The nefesh remains. There's an Ashama alive. There's an Indian of covered amazing to be covered amaze in a way of covered because there's sensitivities that we show to the mace even after the nifter because the nisham is there, the nefesh is there, and it pays attention. And this was also a teaching moment to show that it's not a complete loss. 
the neshama is there, it's aware, and it'll come back when they tchiasamesim. And that's why he cried a little bit. Veliv kaisa. He didn't want to overdo it. It's everybody's gonna think, oh, it's just dead and gone and, and over with. No, a person that dies is not dead and gone and over with. That's a veliv kaisa. But zok the real diskin. Listen to this. Guaranteed. Never heard this one before. Veliv kaisa. We know that sometimes when the Torah writes a small letter, it's telling us to dodge in the word as if that small letter wasn't there. Zog the Maharal Diskin Meshema Medrash. Sorry, man who had a daughter. I don't know who. A different one, the Bakol, we'll see later on. She had a daughter. And it says, Ulevita. Take out the Chav. The Livka is so without a Chav. is Ulevita. And she, her daughter died the same day as her. Pregnish King Kashis Favas, same day as her, and Avram Avinu cried for both of them. For Sarah Ulebita. And for her daughter. What? I have no idea. <laughs> now, we know that it was common in those days to have a twin girl with a boy. Maybe there was a twin with Yitzchak. I have no idea. I don't know. I never saw this much before. But anyway, that's what he says. Pshan is Ulebita. Okay. What? Yeah. Um, we just asked this to the boys now by the night seder by ETC it says Rashi says he was threatening the case. you want to treat me nicely like a stranger and sell me the land great you want to not treat me nicely like a stranger I'm going to take it rightfully so he's running out because I put up $20 for it he doesn't want to get the answer <laughs> Okay, anyway, also. earlier we learned that Avram told Light, the land's not ours yet. The land's not ours yet. And now he's going to threaten the Bnei case. I'm going to take it as my own. How can he do that? It's not his. So he says, the Sifzi Chacham says, that's why Rashi says, he quotes the Pasif, When he was arguing with Light, he didn't yet have Zara. It wasn't his yet. But as soon as he had Zara, oh, now he has a claim to it. Mayor, listen up. I didn't answer yet. But it says, You have to wait 400 years. The Goyim aren't getting kicked out. Hashem waits for the Goyim to be for them to, to blow up their bubble. of And then he wipes them out. Then Goyim comes in. So he doesn't have it for another 400 years. What's he talking about? So Shiva Zetzal said one teretz, and that is, when I get to the guf hakarka and its produce, a guy has a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael, but when I get to mitzvahs and the spirituality, ain't a akum kaina Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael, lafkiya mina mitzvahs. They don't have the ability to patter it's Yisrael from Truma Meiser. If a guy owns a piece of land, Truma Meiser still are activated. Why? It's a guy's... They don't have the ability to extract the spirituality of Eretz Yisrael in their ownership. And the Kvura of Tzari Meinu, especially the fact we just said that this was a teaching moment, the Kvura of Tzari Meinu was a spiritual affair. It wasn't a physical usage of the Karka. And the Mela, they didn't have a kingdom in a year to that. It was Avram's, but a year to that. I have my own terrorist that I just thought of tonight. I was very, very happy, Baruch Hashem, while discussing with the Talmud. Sorry, maybe you're going to lose it. Here we go. You know, okay, we'll save it for tomorrow night. We'll save it for tomorrow night. We'll be fresh for the oil. Okay. But anyway... But this is a big question. The Olam talks about it. A big discussion. Right, that's Gervatosha. Pazakud Aleph. Listen to this. Pazakud Aleph. Avram makes a request. He wants to buy it. Ephraim responds, Leodoni, Shmaini, listen to me. Hasoda nasati lach. Hama orat shaboy lachana satiyah. 
I'm giving it to you. In the eyes of everyone. Now it seems like he's enforcing the kidney. I'm giving it to you as a gift in the eyes of everyone. Go ahead. And Avram argues back. No. When finally Avram, Efren kicks in with what he really wants. What does he say? What's wrong? Listen to this beautiful Ephraim was a sly man. He tells Avram Avinu, we could have a problem. You just said you're a ger. You're an outsider. Am I allowed to sell a piece of land to an outsider? There's something called Dina de Varmetra. The neighboring people have rights to the property before an outsider. They're all going to go and take away the land from you. It's Ma'akivivim B'dievet. So if I sell it to you, they're going to take it away. But there's no dealer de Marmetsra on a gift. So he tells Avram Avinu, I'm giving it to you as a matana. For them, they're going to see it as a gift. But the money we're going to keep quiet. We'll keep the fact that it's a Kenyan quiet. That's between me and you. And what do we gain out of making it a Kenyan? He's very sly. By doing it as a Kenyan, you have a chryas. If it gets taken away, you could come back to the Meicher and, and retrieve your money. What was he really thinking to himself? Uh, the matana, we always know matana is the no backsies. This Indian gives us a matana. So it's going to be a matana. No one's going to be able to fight me when I take it back. I didn't mean it. It wasn't really. <laughs> and that's it. And the money's quiet. Nobody's going to know that there was any Kenyan, that there was any real purchase. That was his real kavana. Zakt Avramovinu. Avramovinu chopped this before Efren even said it. Listen to what Avramovinu says way back in Basic Tess. Avramovinu said, Let him give as a gift to me the Ma'ara. Let him give the caves as a gift. So there's not going to be a claim of Dina and Mar Mitzvah. And then he says, Because the Mali is going to be on the Sada. <laughs> and I'm going to do a Havla. I'm going to pay him a lot of extra for the Sada so we could be Mavliya, the Matana of the cave in it as well. And the Melo, we're going to have both. And that's why Avram Avinu said, um, Amongst you, this is the way that the Kenyan, I want to do it. I want to do a Taka as a Matana, but in front of everyone. So no, and there's going to be Kesav Malay in front of everyone. So there should be no problems. And we'll have both Dinim of a Matana and a Mecher and no issues. Okay. What? I don't know, but he's a yet. There's a whole complicated Chidushi um, Arim. <laughs> I don't know if it's in Chumash or Amasachas Kedushin. We talks about the Pasuk over here. We were learning Kicha Kicha. We stay after in the Kedushin. And he had these huge problems with that drasha. Taisus Bavarns it over there. And he's Miyashavit also with a whole lumpus of what was going on over here. I gave the money already. No, I gave the sotel already. As if it was given, Rashi says. 
it gives a whole shtickle terror of the lumness and the mechanism of this Kenyan. But okay, not for now. Zogbik, Tezvav. Tezvav. What is it? That's Meishchah Kivar. What's the Lash of Ma'i? Zogbik, Sephorna. Ma'i, between me and you, it's nothing. That's Meishchah Kivar. Go bury it. Say like this. He wants the money. He says, between me and you, we're rich guys. What's 400? It's nothing. What's that locker when you have something that in order to buy a Kenyan, there's normally cash and a contract? The locker is, it's not fully sold and given over until you do both. There's no smicha sadas. There's no full commitment in the Kenyan until both are taken care of. You pay the cash and you sign and give over the contract. Same thing in reverse. You're not. So he said like this. Between me and you, Aramay Shavu Kesef is, is mahi. It's nothing. That's not an amount of money that we could say we're being so mechdas on. What's water check on Kesef? Just a couple of million bucks. Mamela, this should be heinein advarim aniknim ba'amira. Between us good friends, like by a shidduch, we say a vart. You could be mischayiv yourself just with a vart. That's why it's called a vart. Because in the simcha, in the commitment of the shidduch, you mamash have full gemiras das in it. So he tells Avraham Avinu, Let, let's just do this again. Hold on to the table. Let's just do this. And the money will wait. Right away, you can chap right. You don't have to wait for the money. Chap right and bury her right now. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not the way we're doing this. Okay. Pasuk the grand finale, it went up, right? We know that says it elevated its status by being owned by Avram Avinu. This wasn't from the Benechais, this was from Ephraim. What does it have to do with the Benechais? Zagdechis Kuni, they're zoning laws. They could totally destroy the Kenyan by saying, Ephraim's coming in here, he's doing a private sale, but he's selling it to a guy that's being Marbatuma in Eretz Yisrael. So Avram Avinu had to go and check with the Bnei Ches, and he had to get their permission to be signed off as well, government permission, zoning laws, that we're allowed to do this over here. Azizak the Chizkuni. Okay. What's a daughter? What? Long Ramban, Maven Yavin, we don't know what he's talking about. Something over here, a daughter whose name was Bakol, whoever heard of such a name. But okay. What does it mean to have everything? This guy's got everything. Ready? Four things. Zogda have an answer. Bakal! Here we go. Oyrech Yamim. He lived long. Oysher. Rich. How rich do you have to be to be rich? Enough for your needs and a drop more. That's called rich. Got it? Oysher. Kavayd. Every man needs some level of respect. Ubanim and children. Four things. And then you have it all. Got it? So it's accessible. <laughs> Guys, we can have it all. Arikas Yabim, Hashem, Oyser, Kavoid, and Banim. That's having it all. 
Okay. Azoy Zakta Evanezra. So Rashi says it's Ben. Rahman says a daughter. But I have a simple question. See, reading Pashup Sam. Hashem blessed Avram of Inabakoil, Zakrachi, with a son, and that's why he's got to do a shidduch. What's the connection with Bakoil and Shidduch? Terence says, when you got Bakoil, it's time to branch out. You can't do what you've always been doing. You have to expand. If you're in this barik, now it's time to expand. You got to build a family tree. And he has to go find a shidduch for Yitzchak. Plain and simple Pashup Sam. Okay, Eliezer's oath. Just a little bit complicated reading the this and that. What exactly was Eliezer's oath? Absolute no, but no, it's Canaan. Absolute no, Yitzchak leaving Eretz Yisrael. Lechatchila, go to the family, and if they don't want, go to Enor, Eshkol, Umamri. They were Haim, Balivris, Avram. So he packs up, and he goes with ten Gamalim. What? Him, but they were him, like I'm assuming they were monotheists. I don't know what you call a guy or not a guy in those days. They were monotheists. They were Bali Brisavram. They had similar vision, and you know. So he took ten Gamali Gamali. I don't have right to muzzled. Why ten? And who's 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 with them? Like going through the Sahara Desert over here with ten camels. So we know later on it says Anoshim. He had men with him. So he had ten men, and Farshim say, he needed a minion for Shabbat He needed Birchas Eresin. They were going to do Eresin. We're going to talk about that hopefully soon if we get to it. That Eliezer became a Shliach Kedushin for Kedushin. How can he be a Shliach Kedushin? He's in Meknani. Avram Avinu Shvid Mal Tanai when he does the Kedushin Lamafreya, that he should become freed. And the Mele is kosher for the Kedushin. Okay. So he did Kedushin, and he's doing Shabbat Brachas, Birchas Eresin with ten men. I have a simple question I don't have an answer to. Why doesn't it mention the men at all? It doesn't mention the men. So you can tell me they, they didn't really play a role. Well, they don't play a role later either. At one point it says they ate. It says, who va'anashav. Okay, so maybe we're showing that, that you know, Lovin's family also had some, you know, give me less chazadim, they fed everyone. Very generous of them. But the first time it says anashav is when they washed their feet to go to the house. L'chayra totally... Meaningless. Like, I don't know, like, what's the point? So over here it says you just took 10 Gamalim, Migamali Adainov, no mention of any people. And the first time it even mentions them is when they wash their feet. I don't have a shot in it. I welcome everybody to tell me, Jack. What? Great question. I'm hoping to get to it soon. But in case I miss it, I'll tell you. One answer. One answer is that if it's for your own needs, you'll have a free. Another answer is from mitzvah rabbah, such as puravu, shaduchim. You're allowed to free an effort for him to even have puravu. If he's stuck, it's chatzi, shivu chatzi, you're allowed to do it. So certainly for the needs of a year who's already chayiv in puravu, and this was the only way for you to actually find your shaduch. There are a few other answers as well, but that's just for now, okay? Anyway, um, so he's standing there, and Hashem answers his prayers. He goes up to the, to the one girl, Terem Nikrav It's instant. She comes out. She does everything she's supposed to do. And it says in the Pazik, He's waiting. Machrish, silence. To see if Hashem has brought him at Tzlach or not. Uh, what's missing? So Rashi says, what's missing? He still didn't ask her what family she's from. This foreigner says, you know what's missing? All of this wonderful chashas he's doing. Beautiful, great, tremendous three-year-old girl. By the way, a camel, I looked up 20 gallons. Full feeding. 20 gallons. 10 camels, 200. <laughs> All his men, 
And Eliezer. I mean, she's a little girl. Okay, the water came up to greet her. Made it a little easier. But this is a major, major chesed, right? And she offered it on her own. Nervayim. I'm not sure if Hashem gave him a slach. What's he waiting for, Zagdus Varno? Is she going to wait around for a tip? That could puzzle everything. Not that chesed for a tip is bad. But for Avram Avinu's family, chesed, like we spoke last year, Rabbi said, tzedakah, even shalai lishma, deep, deep down is lishma by it. When it comes to chesed, it's pure. That's based on our shirashim of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. We have it now ingrained in us that even when we do chesed, deep down is it's really the Elishem Shemayim. But they were first making it into our DNA. And the Mela, if there's a drop of Lishma, she wants a tip, puzzle. No shidduch, I'll go to Onershko Mama, find somebody else. Unbelievable. Okay, he goes and he gives her uh, he goes and he gives her Nezamzov, um, a half a shekel. Okay, a nose ring, a half a shekel, not too heavy. It's going to pull down on her nose eventually. She'll have a funny looking nose. That's why Jews have. And he gave her two tzimidim, two intertwined bracelets, says the Evanezra. Bangles. So we go bangles, they lock into each other on her hands. As a remez for the luchais that were nitzmadim, that were bound together. That luchais, where were they nitzmadim? Pashas, you learn all the psalkim. Maisha Rabbeinu came down with one and two. Make it easy, they were bound together. It wasn't one luach. You know, the pictures, I don't know. One, no, it was two luchais. But they were bound together. Some say the word that they were bound together is the binadam lamakim, binadam They're inseparable. You always need them both. Okay. So, unbelievable. Listen to this, Rabbi Yisai. Meshachachma. You gotta see this inside for yourselves. He runs. He sees the money. And he heard her words. She says over what Elias has said. Then he approached the man. He ran to the general area, and now he took a few, few steps up and went to Eliezer. So he ran first, and now he took a walk. Now he slowed down, and he walked up to, the, to Eliezer. Whoa, where did he lose his enthusiasm? Zogdameshachachachachach, are you ready for this? He heard that Avram Avinu had a daughter, Bakol. He hears Elias is coming with all these riches. He knows that Avram is only doing a shidduch with Mishbacha. Avram wants me as an Aden. <laughs> He's running. But then he sees his sister has the rings. And she tells him, <laughs> you know, Basmiat, his interest was her. Uh, I'm not the Aden. He's just looking for a daughter in law. Forget it. Mayavai. He walked slowly up to Eliezer. So he's like, the Meshachachma. Okay. It says that Eliezer was, it says that after he realized the true intent over here wasn't for him to be the Edom anymore, the Meshachachma says he wanted to kill Eliezer and take the money. 
We find later on again, they tried to kill Eliezer with the poison. He wants to kill Eliezer. Eliezer did something with Hashem Hashem. And he made Al-Hagmalim. We spoke this out a few years ago. And Eliezer was floating and standing upon the camels. And ooh, he said, ooh. And that's why the next passage says, Vayoymer, boy Baruch Hashem. You're obviously blessed by God. You're a holy man. I'm not going to touch you. Please come into our house. Okay. If Leipzig <coughs> tried to kill him, then why would he? I'm always going to be stumped. If Leipzig tried to kill him, then why would he still? Why would he still? Why would he still be invited? Why would Leipzig <coughs> still invite him to his house? We just tried to kill him. Very good question. You know something? I saw one of the Farshim says that later on when they offered him the food, Eliezer chapped that the food might be poisoned, and that's why he said, "I can't eat till I'm done talking." And he was hoping by then something will come up, it'll get too cold, we'll have to throw it out. We know in the end, Amala uh, came and switched it, and Masuha ate it. But you're right, he was weary. But why did he continue? He has a shlichus of Avraham Avinu. You're on a mission, you don't stop for nothing. Okay? <coughs> what? You see, they were both in it. They were in Kahoots, Love and Masuha. Yeah. They both wanted him dead. Okay. So he said, uh, wash the ragli hanoshim. They invited him in. My real discan asks, he doesn't get it. Why is the Torah describing their chesed? To describe the chesed in the mitzvah of a, of a tzaddik, zechert tzaddik of Raka. But we know Lavan and Mesua Roshayim. Rashi calls Lavan a Rasha because he spoke up before his father. That's an identifying label. You speak in front of your father. You speak up, ooh. Rashi calls him a Rasha for that. They were Roshayim. V'shem Roshayim Yerkav. You don't try to look for schusim. And the pasuk goes into mamish. They brought out the food and they welcomed them in. They washed their feet. Tzarchi and he leaves that tzarchi. And why does the Torah write about their hachnasa tzarchi? Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. When he says oh, Baruch Hashem, what? Shows the rishes that they can pay. They can be so fake. They act with all the because they tried to kill them, and here they are acting like, oh, tzarchi. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He can't be totally bad. Right? Can't be rotten through and through. <laughs> Good, good point. Interesting, he leaves us to here. Okay. Um, Rashi's word that Lavan was a Russia because he spoke up before um, before his father, Basuel. Um, Devin Ezra always takes a very simple Pashup chat. He says Lavan was the smart one. <laughs> Basuel just shut his mouth. Someone's coming to talk business, Shatchanis, a dowry. He said, Let my son, he's the businessman, let him do the talking. As he's like Devin Ezra. Okay, so they tell him, we see clearly the Yad Hashem over here. It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can't speak. Rav, Atay, Pasuk Nun Aleph. Pasuk Nun Aleph. Nun and Nun Aleph. Vayam lo mimsu vayoyimu. Me Hashem yotzadov. It's clearly a shidduch from God. We can't even speak our mouths. Rav, Atay, it's not even up to us anymore. He didn't have to live. Now I'll go ahead and take it. Zagdan Meshachachmo, another cheshben. Listen to this word. Beautiful Kajma. You guys are ready? We have a problem with Kedushin. There's halacha, a shliach can't make a shliach. Now a father could be Mekadosh's daughter, but a father can't be Mekadosh's son. Avram had to act as Yitzchak's representative. Now Avram's making a second shliach of Eliezer. That's shliach, he's a shliach. The halacha is as follows. A shliach cannot be another, cannot appoint another shliach unless he's doing something solid. There's a real mission going on. But anything that's going to end up optional doesn't work. In other words, 
Eliezer right now is on a mission to do Kedushin. Kedushin is up to the recipient. The Kala has to say yes or no. That Kedushin calls man that it's a Dovra Toloi. We're unsure it's going to happen. Eliezer is not considered carrying a very heavy duty mission. And you're unable to transfer it over twice. It's what we call mili loimem suran l'shliach. It's just cheap words. He's going to offer her a deal. And then she might say yes. If she says yes, then already you could go and give kedushin. But kol is still optional. It's almost like inasra um, safik. You can aid him kedushin. It's shvach. Once it's a, a, a situation in doubt, it's too weak for it to be transferred from one person to another. Zak Lavan, he said he's smart. Zak Lavan, he said everyone was smart. Lavan's all smart. Zak Lavan, we, we, have, we have nothing to say. It's from Hashem. We can't say Ra or Taiv. This is not our decision. The Balt, it's not our decision. It's, considered, it's not considered merely Lemem Surin Lashliach. It's an absolute. If it's an absolute, you could take a serve as a Shliach. Shliach is a Shliach. And that's not Lachab I get. The about to get could be dumbbell karka of an isha, it's absolute. By a get, you're able to make shliach or is a shliach. Mela Lovin said, it's from Hashem, it's not up to us. Hine Rivka. She's yours. What? Avram didn't know that it was for sure than to be Rivka. He didn't know it was. He's sending all the You want to know what was Avram thinking? Good gosh, what was Avram thinking in the first place? Maybe that's why Avram Avinu told him Hashem's going to give you that slacha. He was saying, what happens if she doesn't want to come? Good. He doesn't. Meshkach doesn't say this. That's very good. Your kasha. Avram told now He said, "What happens if she doesn't want to say?" He says, "Hashem's going to make us have atzlocha." Beautiful. Okay. Got one more minute. So he asked the question: How could he act as a shliach? Zogav Chaim can answer. Time the crop. So again, if it's to serve him, good. Mitzvah Rabbah, good. Another kasha. He says he owes it to him. We know that if a evid kanani does you a big favor, you owe him something back. Zogt Chaim can answer. Shatchanis. This was Eliezer Shatchanis. You owe Shatchanis. As a matter of fact, it's one of the only things that we know 100% you owe. Chassam Seifer used to buy his esrig every year from his Shatchanis money. If he ever made a shidduch and he was given money, that money he felt was the most pure, totally, rightfully owned money that he had. And he bought his esrig with it. So Shatchanis. If you want to hear another chat? Listen to this break of Chaim Knievsky from the end of, of the Sechtes Seifrim. Ready? Avram Avinu screamed at Eliezer. Eliezer was so shocked, his tooth fell out. And I don't know if we paskin like this or Avram paskin like this. Sumchis holds koichai kegufai. So if you damage somebody, Machmas, your coil, and you scare the wits out of him, you make his tooth fall out, it's as if you hit it out. And if you hit it out, you have to free your slave. But mainly, he wasn't even any answer by freeing Eliezer. I've got the back.